This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business leader needing to get away from the daily grind and receive fresh vision, make sure to visit them online, www.kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. This afternoon is Martha and I broadcast you from Lubbock, Texas at the location of the Kingdom Business Workshop. No, it's not the Kingdom Business Workshop, Jim. It's the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, and it's hosted by KingdomAtWork.com. That's KingdomAtWork.com. And we have today, Martha, an incredible show. But before we do, why don't we just share a little bit about what is a Kingdom leader because we talked about this is all beaten bow homes has been is the forefront to the beaten bow companies is all about living out the kingdom in their workplace that's right so they have this great way of saying it they say when a kingdom leader in oh i can't read your writing (laughs) when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances Amen. and the kingdom leadership workshop, which we've experienced this week has mm-hmm. just incredible and just introducing people to the idea that God really does care about their work, that their work really matters to him and that he has a plan for what that looks like. And it's called the kingdom. Jesus talked more about the kingdom than he did about church. He talked way more about love and faith than he did about any other things besides money. So if money is a business thing and God, Jesus is talking about money and the kingdom, How do we make all that work and still have our employees feel valued? Well, today we thought we'd take it to another level. Beaten Bow Homes has a couple hundred employees. They build a thousand residential homes a year in five cities in Texas. What those cities are, I know a few of them. I'm not going to make a fool of myself, but I know it's Midland. I think it's Amarillo. You're going to try it anyway. it's Lubbock. And Odessa. And Odessa. But there's a fifth one. Rick said there was five cities. What's the fifth city that I'm missing? It's actually Lubbock. Also, we have two regions. We split Lubbock oh, based on some school district. But oh. Lubbock is two, not two cities. It's one city. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've grabbed three employees and we're going to ask them the tough questions you know is the kingdom leadership workshop which is being hosted by kingdom at work which has been been supported by beaten bow homes are they living out what they're saying each and every day in their workplace you're going to hear from employees these people don't run the company they work in the company and how are they being impacted by the kingdom We've got with us today, Elisa Ross, we've got Brianne Stevens, and we've got Sarah Monroe. Ladies, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank, Thank you. you. I am extremely under advantaged in this room today. I'm, I know that at one point in time, I will be the ridicule of some sort of comment, I am sure. But for now... You're saying because you're the only man in the room. And, and they've been giggling at me the entire time already. Okay. All right. So go ahead. Well, you know, one of the things we always um, like to start our show with for our listeners sake and to get them to know each of you is to share how each of you became a Christ follower. So Brianne, why don't we start with you? How did you become a Christ follower? Mm, I was at a very young age that I became a Christ follower. Um, My parents are both pastors. um, And so it was at the age of seven Mm -hmm. that I um, became a Christ follower. But I would have to say, um, actually owning my own faith. Sure. Rather than my parents' faith was probably about the age of sixteen. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, so I would say sixteen. That's I when really it was real. Owned my faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Sarah Monroe, what about you? Well, I like that you said owning your own faith because I was trying to think of how to explain that change for me. Um, I grew up in a Christian household as well, but I didn't necessarily grow up going to church. Um, I went sometimes, sometimes with my grandmother. 
Um, and then I would say my freshman year in college when I was 18, I had what I like to call my aha moment where really Jesus and his grace and the fact that we were forgiven really made sense to me. Cause before then I was like, what, how, how is that possible? You know? Um, and then it finally made sense my freshman year in college and that's when I had my aha moment. Very good. Elisa, what about you? Similar to both of these ladies, um, my whole life, basically, I grew up with um, two wonderful parents who we went to church very often. They were both very involved in our church family and just kind of facilitated and fostered that in my sister and I. Um, but I do love, as Brianne said, um, owning my own faith. And that probably was when um, I was a little bit older, a teenager and into my college years. Um, just something very important to me and my strength. My faith has strengthened over the years as I've encountered different things in my my life. And so, um, it's just amazing to think back where I started as a child to where I am now as an adult in my mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus. And, um, it's just pretty, a pretty powerful and important part of my life. Hmm. I love that. I lo- it's fun to hear the different stories because we all, we're all different. God created us all different and we all experience him differently and he calls on us differently. We're on location in Lubbock, Texas at the headquarters for Beaten Bow Homes and the Ministry of Kingdom at Work. And we're just finishing up a kingdom leadership workshop and I wanted to bring you guys like, okay, it's nice to hear really cool platitudes from the, from the stage. But what's it really sound like? on the ground. So we grabbed three employees that live in this environment each and every day. You're going to hear from them through the hour of how they're being impacted by their leaders of their organization, living out the kingdom in their workplace. Okay. So let's just start about, uh, okay. Elisa Russ, why did you come? How did you come to be working here at Beaten Bow Homes? It's pretty amazing um, when I think about what's happened to me since I've been here. So um, I was not looking for another job. And um, I had worked at a local university for almost 15 years and was very comfortable in that role. And a position with Beaten Bow Homes kept appearing before me. And I thought, well, maybe I should pay attention <laughs> and look at this. And I pursued it. Um, I am very much convinced that the life events that have happened to me since I've worked here um, are the reasons why I came to be at Beaten Bow Homes. So I believe very strongly that God brought me here so these people could support me through um, the, the passing of my husband. And um, um, that that's why I was supposed to be here so mm. that I could be loved and supported during the most difficult time of my life. Sure. Surrounded Absolutely. by love. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Mm, that is fabulous. So Sarah Monroe, how about for you? How did you come to become an employee here? Oh man. Um, I currently, or I worked at, um, the visitors bureau for Lubbock for a while. And then I was just, I remember thinking, you know, I need something more. I need something more in work in my life. I need to be able to talk about God with um, the people that I'm working with, and I need it to be part of the atmosphere. And was I going to be able to find that? And I just remember having that one thought, and, you know, then I just kept working, and then this came along, and um, it it just happened. And I, it was so much more than I ever expected. Even whenever I came to interview for Beaten Bow, I didn't realize the culture, um, that beaten bow has. Uh, and then, you know, I got the job and it was, you know, amazing ever since. So how many years ago was that? That was just this year, just this year, just a few months ago. Okay. So. And Elisa, you've been here for two years, just about, just yes. about two years. Yes. Okay. All right. Brianne Stevens, let's talk about how did you come to be working here? Beaten Bow Homes. Well, mine's a 
kind of totally different story than these ladies. Um, I grew up in a small town about 60 miles west of here. And Which was, town is that? It's Morton, Texas. Okay. And um, so me and my husband, we felt like God was just calling us to something different. And Lubbock kept just coming up in both of our hearts. And so... Um, was that because there was gas stations and grocery stores yeah, in there? Is that mainly. Mainly. <laughs> I didn't have to drive 30 minutes to go get groceries every day. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's a big draw. Um, but we know the Lord just it really felt like we wanted to be here. And mm-hmm. so just thinking about, oh my gosh, where am I going to work? You know, I was at right. the same job for the um, past seven, eight years. Thinking about another job was so scary. Mm-hmm. And... Um, my sister-in-law just happened to, she had been in partnership with Beaten Bow Homes through um, Mystery Partners and had heard about them. And um, she was like, I saw a position on a hospitality specialist and I think you'd be great for that. I think you should just apply and see what it's about. Um, so that's kind of the start of the story. Um, I applied and here I am today, almost two years ago. So... That's fabulous. You know, and, and none of those things happen by chance. We don't believe that, you know, God has a plan and whether it's for the experiences you're going to have or the influence that you can be, or just, and using the gifts he's given you in a way that can glorify him. So it sounds like that's why each one of you ultimately is here. So we didn't cover all of your roles, Brienne. You went, you started in hospitality. Yes. And now where are you? I am now the connections coordinator for the home office. Um, and so me and Allison Smith help um, kind of shepherd and love all of our um, almost 90 employees that we have here at the home office. You get to work alongside Allison every day? Yes. Wow, that's awesome. So for our listeners, we've had Allison on. Yes, we are. Okay, yes, we have. Sarah Monroe, what's your your role today? Um, I am the public relations specialist on our marketing team. Okay, which means you get to tell how great you guys are to everybody? Essentially, yeah, that's a good short way of saying it. Alisa, really quick, what are you doing? I'm the marketing manager. You're the marketing manager. All right, these three ladies will be right back with us as we broadcast you from Lubbock, Texas. And we're kind of doing a, I don't know, I got this idea in April and we did it, and I thought we should do it again here uh, when we came back for the Kingdom Leadership Workshop hosted by Kingdom at Work. We're so excited to be back here in Lubbock. And so what we're doing, the, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop is hosted by Beaten Bow Homes and Kingdom at Work. And this workshop is just the Beaten Bow Homes people sharing, here's what it looks like for us to lead a kingdom company. And it's kingdom leaders engaging and learning a kingdom style so that they could develop a kingdom culture within their organization and advance the kingdom of God. Well, it's really great to hear it from leaders. I mean, you've heard from those leaders in the past on the show, but we wanted you to hear from some of the people that benefit from that leadership each and every day. We've got Elisa Ross with us. We've got Brianne Stevens and we've got Sarah Monroe. Sarah Monroe, she is public relations. Brianne is connections and Elisa is marketing. And look, I remembered all that. That was really impressive, Jim. Thank you very much for doing that. go, Jim. That's right. It was very impressive. That so was great. Smart. Uh, I'm just really impressed that in, in two minutes, minutes I was able to continue to remember that. Okay. So <laughs> let's just start with comparing this work environment to your last work environment. Brian, you said that to your last job, you worked seven or eight years mm-hmm. and now you've worked here for two years. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference in the work environment? Completely different. It's almost not even comparable. Um, okay. So let's focus on the positive side. Yes. <laughs> what are the positive differences that you see here working at Beaten Bow? Uh, the re- the relational um, impact where they 
it's not just about the talk. It's really about the relational impact every day um, and the relational input that they um, require for managers and people. Um, they're really about people and not about the task and not about um, the product. Um, it's really about people and taking care of them. And so that for me was completely different um, because in my prior um work environment. It was a great environment, but it was more about what I could provide and what I could do rather than who I was. Um, mm. And so really, um, they're really, for me, mm. that's one of the biggest positive impact on my life. Um, they want to know about how I'm doing and how my family is doing and fostering a positive thing in me every single day. And so that's been a, a huge difference and a huge difference. I love the way you place. worded that. It, they don't, it's not so much about what you do. It's about who you are. Mm -hmm. That's a big difference. Uh, yeah. Does that make it better when you go home? And yeah. When, so you said married kids at home? Yes, I have three. Great kids. Okay. Um, what, what, what are the, some of the comments your husband's made since you started working here about your, who you are at the end of the day? Less stress, <laughs> much less stress. You know, I mean, there's times that it's, it's a work environment. So there could be some things that are, um, but just less stress and I'm happier. Mm. Um, just genuinely happy. Um, and I feel like for the first time in my life, all the things that God has just, I mean, it's just been culminating for this one moment in my life. And so I can say he could say I'm genuinely happy. So let me just clarify something for our listeners though, because, you know, from the, you know, a, a distant view, it could sound like, well, you must not really work then. You know, they're just worried. They just, you know what I mean? So, Could be. so let's yeah. talk about that. I mean, how, how is your productivity here in this environment? How's my productivity? Yeah. Okay. Well, my job is people. Um, as a connections coordinator, my tasks are people. Um, and so every day that's um, intentionally just, you know, going by their offices and saying hello, um, seeing how they're doing. Um, and that's also, I also, we, um, do employee matchings. Um, so we get to do those. And so then, what does that mean? You're, you connect to people so they get married. Is that what you mean? Employee no, matching? no. Employee <laughs> matching grants. I should probably should say grants. Employee grants. matching grants. Yes. And so as, um, what they blushing. wanted to do, cause yeah. <laughs> I like this you're song. the one that said no but you're I the like one that said song. employee matching yeah I'm I mean like, we okay. can make that possible too you know <laughs> um, <laughs> new program here at Beatonville yes. Home just no, developed just right here. Kidding. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean to throw you off just you were doing kidding. so okay, good okay so employee matching grant okay yeah so tell us about it as individuals um, we want to foster them to give individually you know, as a company, we're very generous with what we have, but we right. also want as individuals for them to learn what generosity is. And so what we do to, um, you know, just encourage that is as a company, we match individual donations to a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. so they can give those to um, myself or Allison and we help, you know, get those matched. Very, Fabulous. Very cool. Yeah. So, so even, so even, okay, we were going to move right on. Yes, we so, were. so Sarah, tell me about, um, what was the question, comparing Jim? Old, comparing their old job to the new job without defaming anybody. Oh you know? yeah. Um, which, you know, 
To be honest, I loved my team at my last job just as much as I love my team at this job. So it's not to necessarily compare that. But you would never say anything um, mean against anybody. Anyway, I could just tell who you are. Well, she's a PR she's like person. Really so. <laughs> um, but I think really the biggest difference, at least that I noticed right off the bat, is just I feel so much more of a purpose here. Um, you know, the type of purpose that really fills my heart and, you know, I think the way that God made it to be. And in my last job, I didn't, I just didn't quite have that. Um, it was hard for me to feel motivated because I didn't have that purpose and really beaten bow does such a good job of focusing on what your purpose is here. And that is the kingdom. And that is to further that. And when, you know, your company's purpose matches your personal purpose. I mean, how can Mm. you get any better than that? So well said. So talk to me about as public, were you doing public relations at your last job? Um, not quite. I did a little bit of everything. I was on the marketing team there. Um, it's kind of hard to explain what I did. No, that's okay. I just, (laughs) you know, when you look at how you feel when you get home at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. compare that. This job yeah. versus your last job. I mean, do, do, do you come home being completely drained and feel like the life is sucked out of you? Or do you feel like you've, life's been no. poured into you? I come to work. I wake up every morning excited to go to work. Oh, there, so. It says it all. Mm, it says yeah. it all. Elisa Ross, you've been here almost two years as yes. the marketing manager. It means that you do you work under Gina Roach then? I do. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, you have an awesome boss. Okay. Yes. And there's a director that I work with, um, Lauren Hayes, who's between us. But okay. yes, Gina right. and Lauren. Yes. All right. So compare this job. You've had probably a job or two in, in the past. <laughs> compare the impact on you personally, this job versus jobs in the past. Um, you know, I think at everywhere, I'm a very relational person and Brianne touched on that a little bit. We're very intentional about relationships here. So everywhere I've worked, I've been close to people. I've had people in my circle, um, was able to build relationships with people. But the fact that one of the, you know, the essence of who we are here at Beaten Bow Homes is that we care for and love and pour into our people has just changed me. I think it's made me a better mom. Um, and I know that it made me a better partner um, when my husband was still here. Um, and I just think that it's just an amazing blessing to be able to go to work today and know that I get to just love people and help and guide them. And, you know, we talked about the productivity and doing things. There's a lot to do here. We are busy. We all have very long to-do lists. But if you know the people on your team and you know what's going on in their lives and you see something maybe isn't quite getting done or they're struggling with something because we know them and have that loving and trusting relationship, we can go to them and offer them support where it is genuinely, it comes across as we just want to help you right. or not breathing down their neck or anything like that. When So your kids are, you got still kids living at home? I do. I have three kids. All right. Mm-hmm. And they were living with you when you worked your last job. Yes. Okay. So if we were to page, call your kids and say, page, page, <laughs> page them. <laughs> no, that's they wouldn't know. You if can you text them. them. You wouldn't, they wouldn't know <laughs> what to, to do text, with that. If we were to text, if we were, if we were to Instagram your kids, I would Snapchat your kids. That's what Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's sure. what I was to Forget it. Pound. That was that okay. moment yeah, that you were worried it. about right there. right there. Yeah. I knew I'd step right in. Okay. 
we were to text your kids and say, mm-hmm. okay, is mom different at the end of the day today versus her last job? What do you think they'd say? I think they, have they would, ever made comments to you. Um, yes. That how, um, in my past job, I didn't have to, but I felt very much. I should, I would take things home with me. Mm-hmm. I would work on things. I would worry about issues. Um, and that's not to say I don't sometimes take things home and, and, um, worry about things that are going on or think about things, but it didn't like, um, consume me almost. I, I would worry about things and think about it and make plans. And, um, now I feel much more, you know, we want people to leave work at work so they can be with their family and be, we want people to be their best self here and their best selves at home. And you can't do that if you're just constantly working and worrying about work and that's weighing on you. It doesn't give you the opportunity to be with your family and have those relationships with your kids, with your spouse, whomever. But almost all of us have come from jobs where we were expected just to work until the work got not done, mm-hmm. regardless of when that mm-hmm. was, regardless mm-hmm. of whether the sun was up or down. How do you communicate to your employees? You just need to go home. Well, and, and we do now, we do have times where the work has to get done and we have deadlines well, just like anybody done, else. But I mean, Absolutely. how do you keep it under a 50, I mean, a 50 hour work week or less? I mean, that's what I was told. Yeah. To try to keep people under 50 hours. We do because we just tell them, we want you to be your best self and we want you to have rest from here. We want you to be able to disconnect and be with the people you love and, and be well-rounded and, you know, have that opportunity to be excellent at work, but be excellent at home too. You're hearing from three beaten Bo Holmes employees, courtesy of Kingdom at work. Check out the Kingdom Business No, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop if you want your employees to talk like these three ladies. We'll be right back from Lubbock, Texas. That's right, Jim. We are here at Beaten Bow Homes and this is such a lovely place inside and out. I mean, the building is beautiful. Of course, you know, builders are involved, so there's a lot of thought that went into this building. I just got to think, you just said it's a lovely place. They said that about the Hotel California in that Eagles song. <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel It's a lovely place. Was it that I don't know. It just came up. This is really not a love. It is a squirrel, but it's, it's an amazing place. Isn't that what you mean? Well, of course it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but what, are the, what I was trying to say is just that we love being here and we love highlighting the fact that other people, our listeners are getting a little glimpse into this organization, not to um, glorify the organization, um, but to just show the example that it can be to other people and to be able to encourage people in their workplace to look at it with um, different intentionality, with different um, approach. And that's really what the workshop is all about that we came here for. And um, our listeners can learn more about that by going to kingdomatwork.com, find out when the events are in 2019 and get signed up for them now. You know, I think a lot of our listeners are probably setting up their budgets for next year, making their calendars, figuring out what they're going to do. And we just highly recommend this being a part of the leadership team's plan for 2019 so that they can, um, like you've been saying, so your employees could talk like these ladies. I just think that's so cute. Well, I mean, it's so true. <laughs> they may not have the same accent. <laughs> they won't have that kind of talking. None of you really have a strong Texas accent at all. I'm sure my Minnesota accent's stronger. But that's what's important. I mean, you guys, the way you guys are describing your work environment is that you really feel blessed to be here. Mm-hmm. And that you feel valued as a person. And that you, when you come home, don't feel like a wrung out sponge that there's still something left. So I have a question. So does it help you because of those things? We'll start with Elisa. Does it help you to be the best employee that you can be because of the environment? Oh, I would say absolutely without a doubt. Um, because you know, the love and trust that people have 
for you and in you, and they um, push you to do things maybe you didn't even know you could do. They see things in you maybe you didn't know was there. And just that feeling um, really just empowers you and makes you feel like, well, I can do anything. Mm. And um, it is really great, the projects we get to tackle here, the things we get to do, but it just is really an amazing environment to be a part of. Very cool. All right. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question, but I have to ask. All right. So you've all shared at the beginning of the show how you became Jesus followers. Okay. So how has working here at Beaten Bow Homes helped you to grow spiritually? Brianne, you first. I don't even know if I could put words to it. It has grown me so much to where it's almost scary, (laughs) but so scary good. Um, Just like this Kingdom at Work conference that we're having here. Um, our team, um, we're writing words for every person that's here. Describe what you mean by that. Um, because prophetic we know words. Why well, no? Um, every person every that comes. Every person comes, gets a prophetic word, um, written for them. Um, and so this is something that, you know, I think I, I had the gift of encouragement, but really didn't know I had it in this facet. And so for me, that's just. That's just been huge to have that kind of like, they're just pulling it out of me. And let me just, I want to emphasize what you just said, because that was probably the most powerful part of the experience that Martha and I got to be part of last April was everybody in attendance of the kingdom leadership workshop. They will get a signed, a sealed letter, not necessarily signed to them. Every person gets one. And the team here, the ministry team, here at Beaten Ball Homes and Kingdom at Work, they will write these. They pray about them before they write them. And we we heard it over. Well, first of all, the, the letters to me, which is in my Bible, I'm like, I read it all the time. It was spot on, very specific, and it was very direct. And what was funny is another att- and person. Encouraging. And encouraging. Super encouraging. Another attendee who we knew that was at the April conference came up to me and she goes, Jim, did you write mine? Because you're the only person that knows what that person wrote, what, what this note the says. Same, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> right. The, first of all, if I wrote it, you couldn't read it. Cause I'm gonna <laughs> and second of all, no, I'm not. I'm just here. And she goes, you're the only other one that knew. I'm like, no, God knew. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Those notes that you write are so powerful because they speak, they, they, they cut right through. They are like. They are like words directly from God because they're They're really words directly from God. Uh, Sorry. I had to emphasize it because I forgot about that. It's so powerful. So, so, so powerful. All right. Sarah Monroe. Well, I would say that my spiritual growth started at Beaten Bow. It started from the beginning, even from like the first time I, you know, we went to, Elisa and I went to our, um, winter retreat that we have at the end of every year and just getting to talk to her and learning about beaten bow on a completely different level, um, than just a deeper level than you get to in the interview process. I just, I learned so much from her. I remember one specific question. I like to tell the story. She, um, I asked her, you know, what does growth look like at beaten bow? And I, I mainly meant it as like, you know, kind of moving up the ladder. That's what you usually think of when you're, Mm -hmm. you know, starting a new job or something like that. And she said, well, growth at Beaten Bow is a little different than it is anywhere else. It's not quite moving up. It's, you know, all types of growth. It's, you know, this way and that way. And 
just, it humbled me in a lot of ways. And I was like, okay, this is a different place. Mm. And I would say right from then I was like, okay, I'm going to accept this culture and see what it can do for my faith. And it's done a whole lot. Well, maybe Elisa just said that to you because she didn't want you to steal her job. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do. You know what? We actually have a philosophy here that we look to hire people that can replace us. So absolutely, um, Sarah could have my job and should have my job someday. So no, that wasn't why I said that. I know. (laughs) Jim was just adding a light moment there. I I mean, it's it's incredible. Now, Elisa, your story seems a little bit more intense. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm guessing that I, I know already that this place here has grown you spiritually. We talk, talk a little bit about your spiritual experience here. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have been, um, since my husband passed away, I have been seeing a grief counselor and that has been incredibly helpful. And she's also someone who lost her husband. And so she's really been able to identify with me and talk to me about things and help me, um, in that area. But one of the things that I had talked to her about is that I was struggling to, um, hear God, to know what he wanted me to do, what my, um, plan should be and, and, you know, what path I should follow and, um, what should I do? And, um, I was talking to my manager about that, Lauren, and, um, she purchased for us, um, a Bible study series by Priscilla Shire and it's discerning the voice of God. Mm. And we are walking through that together. And that's pretty impactful because, um, I have, I have worked with other people that might have had other supervisors that are Christ followers, but, um, I don't know that we necessarily would have done a Bible study together. Just as part of our, that is a, an amazing growth opportunity that doesn't have anything to do with me being the marketing manager here. It just has to do with me being Elisa. And this is something going on in my life. And she realized that, recognized that and has helped me. Well, it's not just a Bible study. It's a spiritual shakedown of Priscilla yeah. Schreier is involved. Yeah. <laughs> that's, is it Schreier or Shire? What is Shire. It's Shire. Yeah, I was wrong. Okay. It doesn't matter. No. It does matter. Prayer, sure. the prayer r- room. No, prayer, War Room. War Room, that was it. That What a great movie that was. Okay. How did you, your husband died since you worked here? Yes. Okay. Talk about how this company came alongside you as much as you can. Just really... Sure. Oh, sure. No, I think, I think I can do it. Um, so in working here, I knew Gina and Lauren before, um, as communication professionals here in the community, we had interacted through a professional organization. So I knew them. I wouldn't say we were super close or best friends or anything like that, but they at least knew about my struggle, um, and my husband's struggle. And so I would say, first of all, that has always stood out to me that, They Not that they would discriminate, but someone very easily could. Um, They hired me anyway, loved me anyway, and knew I would need to be out of the office. He would need care as he was going through treatment and things like that. Um, And man, they just could not care less. And they just loved me and thought, she's she's who we need for this role and brought me into this family. And through um, his continued health struggles and his decline and then him ultimately passing away, they have walked alongside me every step of the way. People came to our home and prayed over us. Um, there was too much food that to even eat, and we had to share with people. And um, you know, just the outpouring of kindness that this place—I um, literally felt like um, people just walked alongside us, held my hand, held my kids' hands, and just walked with us as we were going through this um, situation. And I know that God brought me here because He knew what was going to happen and what my children and I would need. And, um, I didn't bring myself here. Gina and Lauren didn't bring me here. 
God brought me here. And we all just, the rest of us just listened and followed. But that's what those guys prayed before they hired you. They prayed that God would bring them the right person, didn't they? They did. (laughs) They did. So let's talk about something that we have um, touched on a couple of other times on other shows. Beatonbow Homes has a um, a policy of Mm one-on-ones. And who would like to explain that to our listeners, what a one-on-one is? Oh, okay. okay. Fingers are pointing at me. I guess so. so. Okay. Well, you're so, a manager. Yes, 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 yes. So um, what an amazing opportunity that managers have um, on a weekly basis just to sit down for about an hour with every employee on their team. So, and the agenda can be, it's really the employees meeting, whatever they want to talk about. Um, sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's both. Um, it is just an amazing time for that one-on-one connection where you really are just Doing that, building a connection, getting to know each other and beyond the tasks of the day, beyond whatever issue it is, um, you know, that we might be facing um, in our department, whatever team you're on. So it's just a time just to reflect, to talk to your supervisor um, and just anything's on the table. Anything and everything can be discussed. Hey, as we talk today with three Beaten Bow Homes employees, we've got Elisa Ross here, Brianne Stevens, and Sarah Monroe. They're just, we're just describing what a kingdom environment, how a kingdom environment in your workplace impacts your people. So, Elisa, you, how many direct reports do you have? Um, two. So you have two direct reports. You're doing two one-on-ones, but yet you have a one-on-one with your supervisor. I do. Talk to us about the impact of that on you. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I touched on that a little bit ago where, you know, I was sharing with Lauren a frustration I had from grief counseling and she, you know, listened and we talked and then later we have this wonderful Bible study we're working through. But, um, you know, we've talked through anything, whether, and it's really just kind of whatever's on my mind that day. Does it stress you out that you have to this, have, to have this weekly oh, gosh, meeting with her? No, but I'm a talker. Right. So that's, that's not, I have no idea. Yeah. So, um, no, I actually look forward to it. It's really wonderful just to know that, um, anything and everything, whatever's on my mind, um, I can share with her and it is very much just a safe and trusted environment. Um, with whatever's on my heart, whatever I'm struggling with or happy with or whatever it might be. When we come back, lots more from these three ladies. If you want your employees to talk like them and feel like them about their workplace, you need to check out kingdomatwork.com. That's kingdomatwork.com. Kingdom at Work is interested in bringing the kingdom to your workplace to produce kingdom leaders engaged in the kingdom style. So that a kingdom culture will emerge and the kingdom of God will advance. We're talking with three employees. If you want your employees to be, to experience work the way Elisa Ross, Brian Stevens, and Sarah Monroe are sharing today, you need to come experience this workshop. We, right before the break, we're talking with Elisa about her one-to-one that she has with her supervisor and has with her to direct reports. Now we're going to turn the tide to two people. Do you guys, uh, Sarah, do you have anybody reporting to you? No. Okay. What about Brian? Do you have anybody reporting no. you? Okay. All right. So you experience this one-to-one from a perspective of this is being done to you. Okay. <laughs> That's how the world would look at okay. it. Yeah. You so, have to meet with your well, manager. Okay. So Sarah, you're, you haven't been here that long. It's just been this year. Uh-huh. How freaky was it for you to hear that you're going to spend an hour with your boss every week? I wouldn't say freaky, but it, it was new. Um, what do you mean sure. new? What do you mean? I, I mean, I've, I don't know any other company that does that. Um, I definitely met with supervisors before that, but not 
a whole hour committed to me talking to my manager about whatever I felt necessary or wanted to or get off my chest or anything. So, and I get that every week. You're like, what? <laughs> so was it exciting for you or was it, I mean, did you wonder what, what in the world are we going to talk about? I mean, I mean, I think initially just because I can kind of be I a little, tell you're, looking yeah. like, you're going, what on earth? I can be a little bit shy in some ways, but, um, I can also be a talker and I definitely am the type that likes to, you know, just share with people and get things off my chest. So I was looking forward to it from that point of view and, um, just getting closer with my manager and, you know, building a relationship with her. And we've definitely done that. And I think it's our one-on-ones that's helped us do that. So, um, they're really enjoyable. And it's also nice to have a committed time to talk about work. If I need to, if that's the thing, that's the stressor in my life at that time, you know, I'll talk to her about it and I feel better. Um, but just the fact that I have a committed hour, um, with my manager to talk about whatever I need to get off my chest is nice. You know, I think that if people are really hearing what you're saying, they will really see the dynamic difference mm-hmm. between, you know, I, I think we can all relate that at some point in time, we've either watched a movie or had a friend or somebody in the family or experienced it ourselves where we've gotten called into our boss's <laughs> office, you know, and this isn't that at all. You know, there are some people that never sat in the office of their boss unless they were in trouble and you're getting that opportunity. I'm not saying you, you're yeah. sitting in your <laughs> boss's office, mm-hmm. but we're, but spending time with your manager for that purpose. That's so different from, um, you know, just being told all the things you've done wrong and, and, you know, there's a place for that. There's a place for, but building relationship, you probably become a better employee as well. So let's just talk with Brianne here. How do you, how do you, about your one-on-ones? So I'm learning to love the one-on-one. It's not my manager. I, I am a type of person where I would rather do anything else than talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> and so this has been the hardest part for me, but it's been so good for me because the Lord's just kind of working in me about this vulnerability and being real and being able to talk about myself because I love Mm. talking about, you know, talk, letting people talk to me. I'm a great listener (laughs) and I'll deflect the conversation all day to where it doesn't, you know, I don't have to Mm -hmm. talk about myself. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I first heard about this, I was like, what are we going to talk about for an hour? I can only talk about work for like a short amount of time. You know, what are we going to talk about? And you're right. They want to talk about whatever um, is on your mind or your heart in that Mm -hmm. moment. And it has been just a great time to build relationship and learning more about one another and learning how to be real and that it's okay to share your heart and um, it's okay. And you can trust them and that they have your best interest. And I think that's the biggest thing. How many kids do you have at home? I have three. How many kids do you have at home, Alisa? You don't have any kids yet, Sarah, right? Nope. Okay. Two dogs. All right. Two dogs. Well, and they're good listeners, but they hardly ever share. Right. Okay. Have you ever thought about doing one-to-ones with those kids, those three kids? Imagine if, what our kids would be like if we'd spend an hour a week with them where we let them just talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. Yep. And it is a completely different dynamic. Probably you would agree, Brianne, when you have just one of your children with you. <laughs> Usually I have you know two girls, so I have the girls or just my son. And um, just the completely different dynamic it is when you just have one of them and you can really listen and it's about them. Um, it is pretty powerful. 
How old are you? Are you old enough where you could spend one-on-one time with these kids? Well, we have, like, we we are trying just in this last, like, six months intentionally trying to do that with our children just because of this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and intentionally giving them, because my kids are very close in age. They're seven, six, and two. And so the two-year-old, the one-on-one is not quite sitting there, you know, (laughs) talking the whole time. But it's just that time where your attention's focused on them in that moment for 30 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. And it means the world to them. You value. You're showing that you're valuing. So we are here at Beat and Bone Home. Beat and Bow Homes. Why do I keep on having trouble with that today? I think my tongue is frozen because it's cold outside. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's cold outside. (laughs) It is. Oh, I can play Christmas music. So, um... Talking with employees is so valuable for our listeners to hear the heart of what's going on in this organization. Not because, again, that we're trying to glorify the organization, but what God is doing within it because they're being obedient. And um, that is being played out when people come and attend a Kingdom at Work com- uh, workshop. And you can find out more at kingdomatwork.com. Kingdom Leadership Workshops. If you want your employees to talk like these three uh-huh. ladies, you need to come experience a Kingdom Leadership Workshop hosted by kingdomatwork.com. All right. Fun question to close out the show. What's your favorite part about working here? Because mm. I, 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 I would have a hard time choosing between the fact that there's always food available at every corner. <laughs> Snacks. There's Snacks everywhere. There's so many different types of water, even Fiji water available, which is just amazing. And there's Coke and there's Mountain Dew. I mean, it's, it is, that's like being in the Willy Wonka factory. But seriously, but really, really, Elisa Ross, what is your favorite part about working here? The people, without a doubt, no hesitation. Um, The most amazing group of people um, ever assembled that I could ever imagine. having the amazing opportunity of interacting with. Um, I learned so much from them every day. I'm a better person for knowing these people and for working here. Well, Sarah Monroe, you oh, can't really? say what she said. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't have said it better though. Um, I was thinking my team, but then I was thinking about Brienne and I was like, well, she's not technically on my team, but man, I love Brienne. So, um, I mean, it, you have to say the people because you love more than just the people on your team. Cause everybody feels like one big team or one big family. We always call ourselves a family and it really does feel like that. That's powerful. Brienne, what about you? Your favorite thing. Nope. Can't say what she said. <laughs> and that's the hardest part. Cause I'm like, no, I want to echo what these two exactly said, because in thinking about that, it is the people. Cause this is what makes this place. It's the people and his presence here. And so, um, I, I just can't even say it better than Elisa. Um, I'm better because of these two ladies and everyone that's in here and you, you feel it. You feel it. Everyone cares and loves for you deeply. Um, whether they're a believer or not, they care and love for you deeply. Now, Beaten Ball Homes has an incredibly high retainage of employees, yet it is likely that in the five years that one of you may not work here any longer. What's the one thing that you can't wait to, okay, that's maybe the wrong way to say it, that you imagine you will bring with you to your next workplace that you absolutely cannot live without because of working here? Sarah, you first. Um, I think intentionality for sure with the people that you're working with. And then also just figuring out if I was in a different place and I was managing people, just figuring out what their purpose is and what their passion is and trying to help them get there. What about you, Brianne? 
I would have to echo what Sarah says. I mean, it's being more intentional with people and not just about what they can provide for me in the workplace, but who they are as a person um, and being more intentional in growing relationship with them. So you know how to help them in a work environment. Elisa. I think I would take with me the ability to love people well, um, because no matter where you go, um, people, you can love people. So, um, and, and that has the ability to really be transformative in people's lives. So if I were to leave here, Mm -hmm. I would take with me the ability to love people and listen to them and be invested in their lives. Very, very powerful stuff. Elisa Ross, Brianne Stevens, and Sarah Monroe. Thank you, ladies, for being on the show today. But just sharing from your hearts. We did, none of this was rehearsed. Their bosses don't know what they were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't wait to listen to the show. Thank you, ladies, for being on the show today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. All right, you listeners, if you know a Christ-following business owner or leader of an organization, and you know that they love the Lord and they want to see something different, they want to live out their faith and their work, and they want an organization that vibrantly breathes the love of Jesus, they need to see one in action. Kingdom Leadership Workshop, hosted by KingdomAtWork.com. That's KingdomAtWork.com. Get signed up right now. There's three different opportunities in 2019 for you to bring your leadership team here and experience it. KingdomAtWork.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is definitely our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.